Welcome to a dose of deeper contemplation. We have cultivated this self-healing practice as we navigate the many aspects of modern life with the desire to be a better human. As a psychic medium, these conversations are channeled, so let's take a walk together and talk it out. On this walk, we are working through some feelings Feelings that can be described as heaviness, sadness, hopelessness. Sounds pretty much like an emotional cocktail for depression. And it feels like it's just right there, like on the edge. Like if we didn't keep moving today and just kind of succumb to the feelings, probably have one of those days. And... We decided during this walk, we were just going to talk out loud to ourselves. (laughs) It's helpful. And really just start some questioning and some examining. And to allow that conversation to go down with source. As in with an inner voice, an inner soul conversation. Allowing for the channel to be open that this conversation can be channeled for us, that we can find support. Interesting enough, we started this walk out actually with a request, which is you could use some guidance today. Who should we reach out to? And pretty quickly, that answer began to share, began to speak as an inner voice. Just asking some simple questions. They're simple, really, which is... Here are the feelings, a heaviness, a hopelessness, a sad. And for ourselves, what's the root of that feeling? What's the belief? What is the thoughts that are being had? Even almost subconsciously, oftentimes we call these limiting beliefs that are at play right now. And part of it was being in this very reflective space of the world and the collective around us. And it just seems like a pretty intense time. Or maybe the world has always been this intense and it's just more evident right now. Part of our personal blueprint, if we look back through our own personal history, has been a pattern of the belief, the desire, and the behavior which is an embodiment of the desire of being someone who always wants to help, wants to do something when there is a situation that feels unjust, unbalanced. What can we do? This like fierce protector of those who are being suppressed or abused or any of those things it can really be any situation we're laughing because this one particular memory comes to mind when we were having a good old family gathering several years ago and we have an older brother who is from the military and very large man compared to our own stature and we were at the honky tonk And everyone's having a good time, having some drinks. But for whatever reason, there was a particular person there 
don't really know the full story, that had decided to have some issues with our brother. And there was a moment where he became aggressive and they had that moment, you know, where one stands up, the other one stands up and now they're nose to nose. And what's fascinating about this memory is that even though we were like a couple tables away, in like the blink of an eye, almost like a blackout type moment, we were suddenly standing in between our brother and this other large gentleman. It was such an instinctual response to put ourselves into the path of intervention, of protection. And remember just trying to grip some space and separation, telling the dudes to chill out, breathe, breathe. <laughs> you know, it's not worth it. Let's just move on, let's leave, you know. And it's such an interesting observation of that personal instinct that we have because in that moment, if, you know, shit started to go down between these two big guys, not exactly sure how much of a help it would have been in that moment. But it didn't matter at the time. It didn't matter. There was an override and it was almost like our presence alone was all that was needed. It had nothing to do with stature, strength, just a different energy disrupting the field of energy of those two very triggered and aggressive beings. Now, this is a very specific memory, but it's definitely feeling like a metaphor for all sorts of different scenarios. And because there's such awareness right now of the aggression and the triggers between humanity, we're still having the feeling to intervene in some way to bring a different presence and a different energy in some way to the conflicts. It's such a deep down driving force within us. It just feels like a lot of energy behind it. And what happens is our own fear gets in the way of that energy being expressed, suppressed, even within thoughts. Sometimes there is the follow through with the action meaning the energy is there we're feeling the presence to let's just say do something about what's happening and we have the visions and we have the downloads and what it is that we can do to make an impact it's clear and it's doable and it feels like doing those things would be answering this soul calling and some days that's embodied but then there's times where those limiting beliefs are really loud where they say it won't matter it won't matter what you do or what you say no one is gonna listen no one is gonna care no one is gonna join so much doubt and if that self-doubt is actually listened to well then nothing happens it doesn't mean that that energy or that calling goes away it just starts to feel bottled up it starts to feel heavy it feels hopeless. And that's really the connection that we're seeing for ourselves today. Well, we need to just talk it out with ourselves. The questions were so simple, so clear. What are you afraid of? It could be a long list. That's fine. So many of them are just futurized projections that are being led by this limiting belief. 
in context, that looks like organizing a movement and organizing a demonstration for folks to be a part of, creating the platform, creating the message, creating the community, investing time, energy, and money in building that to then, as they say, launch it into the world. And it gets pretty, pretty negative, we'll say from there. In that, okay, you do all that and then no one cares. No one's interested. Keep in mind the word no one is a part of this belief, which is so limiting. There's no trust, there's no faith in ourselves in that statement. There's no faith in ourselves in our existence, which we know to be true. And that existence is incarnation, expression of energy through this life and this form. And how really it just continues to be such a journey, such a healing journey of the mind. Because all of those limiting beliefs of fear and hopelessness and self-doubt, those are constructed narratives. Those are only in place because they have been told to us through an external human-based world. It is not an easy thing to do to rise above that every day especially right now. So then we continue into this conversation to see these limiting beliefs and as a question, okay, so you organize and you put something together, this vision that's been downloaded, that wants to be birthed and created into reality in the human realm, from the ether of inspiration and ideas and downloads into the physical of the human realm. And you create it and you do the launching of this. And the outcome could be that three people are a part of it, or 30 people, or 300, or 3,000, or 30,000. The act of faith and belief in yourself is in the non attachment of the outcome, simply just showing up as the instrument, being willing to believe. And so let's give it this scenario that. Okay, let's say 30 people. <laughs> 30 people feel a calling to share a healing community space. Well, what does that mean? Like, what is the fear of that outcome? And what's interesting is the fear of that outcome is based in, well, if there was more, then that would be a game changing or life changing type experience things in our life would probably significantly change even further towards a vision of a life that we desire to have. The life that we desire to have to be in service of others and ourselves, of living more in prosperity, living more into what we call freedoms or liberties, just touching on that desire that a lot of folks have in their own ways, in their own forms through their own experiences and their own beliefs and their own mindsets, but at the core of it is to be free. What was interesting to hear on that side of it was this question. Yes, but would it also be such a blessing, as they say, to also simply continue to live just as you are right now? Can you see all that's provided for right now and feel that prosperity? 
that privilege, that abundance, the freedoms you do have? Can you go into seeing each day eyes wide open with what's already there and provided? Being so hyper aware of this wanting energy. Wanting. Why? That's the other question that came in. And why do you want it? And for ourselves, it felt like an awareness that was already present, but just got a little bit brighter, (laughs) just a little bit more clarity. It's like, well, because the current existence or let's call it lifestyle that we have, though is very provided for, it's not of a certain status. It's not reflective of what has been told is an ideal lifestyle, the epitome of the lifestyle. And at least in this country's culture, that has been showcased as, we'll just call it lifestyle of the rich and famous. If you instill into the mind the belief that this lifestyle of the rich and famous is the ideal one and that we continue to strive and strive and strive and want and want and want and work and work and work to try to get that expensive car, get that expensive house, get that expensive bath, those clothes, big dinners, big parties, just that whole lifestyle. And that is somehow the fulfillment of life and that has been perpetuated generation by generation that is a tough nut to crack as they say it would be interesting to see what our existence would look like if we tried to hack this belief to crack this code to somehow think that the life that we are provided currently and what that looks like is good enough what if it is good enough in the actual lifestyle and material form so that the energy can be freed and shifted and move towards the vision, the service. And these are very helpful questions to ask ourselves today in this place of what feels like on the edge. What are the limiting beliefs? How can we believe in ourselves more? What are the stories that have been put in place that keep that limitation and self-doubt in place? Deconstruct this through contemplation. Because as we change our thoughts, that is where we change our emotions, our feelings, our energy, our vibe. Thank you for being in this contemplation. This is Deep Dose, and we are Eden.